When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah. Yeah, what do you want? Beak or jaws? Feathers or fur? Sharp teeth or feet with claws? Whatever's preferred. They'll grant you all last requests to steady your nerves. Then podcast the body parts get severed and served. Bring your weak shit where the wolf and owler. That ain't just a mistake, that's an awful howler. Both of them are known to pull up at your shows. Have the crowd witnessing the murder like they rolled in with a gang of crows. Fuck their censorship, let them see the whole thing. They stay dressed to kill, never sheep's clothing. Dark enough to turn the sun to the moon, you'll see nothing. All you hear's a huff a puff and a... Expect killings, red spilling and flesh ripping Impressive in it, the death bringing his head spinning Just kidding, every word in his songs About two grown men dressed up as a bird and a dog Welcome and thank you for joining us on okay. The Wolf and Owl bonus episode for this week And uh, Do you know what bonus episode number this is? No, I do I mean, why are we still you... calling them bonus? That's yeah, it. I know but... Well, actually, I do want to keep calling them a bonus because there's going to come times when we're not able to do them. And I don't want fucking entitled little fuckwits getting in touch. Wowzers, boy. Going, where's the... You you know, two-footed. You guys have fucking dropped the ball or whatever on this free fucking podcast I'm getting. <laughs> you fucking rats. Sweet. Nobody joking, I'm joking, I'm joking. My sweet boy just fucking did up his laces and fucking went <laughs> two-footed. you got to show him you're there. No, I'm really joking. you got that sort of... you got a nice look about you today, by the you way. You think so? Yeah, look at little McQueen jumper. Mm. Nice cap. Glasses look on fleek. Mm. Just chilled, lying against the bed there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've had a, I've had a, I've had a traumatic day, bro, yesterday. Really? Yeah. A few things happened. happened. First of all, I went to the dentist in the morning. How's the tooth? I just look, shout out to the gentle dentist, who are the ones that look after me. All right. Don't take a sip of your drink to stop yourself giggling about a thing that is a genuine anxiety for me. All right. No, it's just the gentle dentist. It just sounds so. <laughs> Do they brush your hair while you're having it's your? It's weird. The dentist comes in dressed like you know the BFG, <laughs> and they like blow bubbles into the. Do room. they wear dentist clothes or? They wear de- yeah, they wear dentist. What the fuck clothes do you think they wear? No, I think just because it's if not they're... like going into Narnia, right? They no. they dress. It's like a normal dentist. No, I just think like do they because they know that you're scared of dentists, you're terrified of dentists. Do they like try and make it like it's not a dentist? Like they dress up as a traffic warden or like no, a clown? The, or the idea is is not uh they're not dealing with uh delusionary people. It's just people who are just slightly frightened of the dentist. I'll tell you what they do do, they've got headphones. Oh really? Yeah, and you can request whatever music you want. What did you listen to? I had some like jazz, I think. Oh really? Mm, just... I'd have probably gone with Enya. Sure. But I can't listen to Orinoco Flow. 27 times on repeat. I don't know what other songs she's done. Um, but the, Is that the famous one, they yeah. call? Oh, yeah, yeah. Hello-wee, I love that song. They apparently have got other... I've never really listened. They? Isn't it one I person? I thought it was a band. No, you're thinking of N-dubs. Enya. <laughs> Enya is one woman. Enya's a band. Is one woman. Are you sure? I'm not sure. I mean, listen, I'm not saying that she does all of those noises herself. But Man, she's one of the. It is a band, but it's one of the ones where it's only the lead singer that's credited. She's got those people in. Should we How look it up? How feel about that? I don't know. I don't. Yeah, I don't hold on, let me look it up now. I, I wouldn't even be able to guess what she looked like. What a hell of a hell of a game that would be, though, wouldn't it? What's that? Guess what? Guess who, looks but like. you've got to guess what N looks like. Just, just one of oh, you. The, one not. of you at the pub, uh, just with a photo of her. What do you think she looks like? Blonde? <laughs> no. Uh, I reckon she's got a big Glasses. nose. No. <laughs> uh, no, it's, it's um, a singer. Irish singer, songwriter, record producer, musician. Is there a picture of that? Irish, yeah. I mean, again, I, I don't know how many times I have to tell you we're doing a podcast, but I, I will show you the picture. Can you see that? Oh, right. Yeah. That's not at all what I thought. She looks a bit like, um, for listeners, she looks a bit like the woman from Texas. Charlene Spiteri? Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, so anyway, so... They gave me like a, a polish. Right. They're painful, aren't they, polishes? 
Yeah, yeah. Not you nice. know when they sort of get down into the gum line or whatever and really fucking dig it out? Do they stroke you and stuff when you're doing it? No. No. No, no. Like, like stroke your head or your hand. No. Kiss your forehead when it's done. <laughs> you're being very unsupportive about my condition. No, I just think the general dentist, I think, it, no, I, I'm, I'm all supportive of you. I think it's very sweet and it's, a, it's yeah, it makes you ever more lovable. You know? Yeah, thank you. Um, so I had that and then I went to, I'm not going to name the place because I don't want to, I don't want to slag them off, but I, I went to get measured up for a, a suit, right, for a thing. And the guy, and I, the guy said to me, are you going on holiday? This is genuinely how the conversation went. He went, are you going on holiday soon? And I went, I'm, hopefully, I don't know. And he goes, I hope you, I, well, I really hope you do go on holiday. I said, oh, right, why do you say that? And he goes, because hopefully it'll, it'll help you lose some weight. What? I know. I, I couldn't, he said it, he didn't say it in an insulting way. He sort of said it like, you know, really chit-chatty kind of, like, you know, just very like sort of, you know, because you go swimming and stuff like that. And then hopefully. So what you know, did you, you say? I went, oh, right. I sort of, I'll be honest with you, mate. I did what we all do in those situations, which is sort of be stunned. Do you know what I mean? Like, wow. I don't know, man. It, it was, it was difficult because like you're coming off the back of me working quite hard on trying to get myself in shape over the last couple of That's weeks. That's the same thing to say to someone. You, I, I had a masseuse who said that to me. Once. Right. And so I then go into a bit of a spiral, not a, sp- a spiral is an exaggeration because it was such a mad thing to say. Because you think you look all nice. You've just had your teeth polished. Well, I didn't. You know, you well, nice you, know, you know, bro, is, you, don't, you don't think you, feel, you look nice. You just sort of think, do you know what? I feel like I'm getting my shit together a bit. I've got, yeah, like, yeah, you know, yeah. I, did, I did a grown up thing. I went to the dentist as soon as my tooth, you know, I had a problem with my tooth. Yeah. You know, I've got like a, a new like schedule of, uh, of like going to the dentist sorted out, you know, all of that. Uh, I've, been, I've been exercising, all of that shit. And then you turn up and then he says that and you go, okay, so you... So my my on the road to improving myself looks like I've left let myself go to rack and ruin basically to you. Also, but but also it's like the most like vulnerable place you could be for that to happen. Yeah, but I think I I was thinking about you just in your pants at this time. I was like I was um, trousers off, top on. So you know, business upstairs, party downstairs. (laughs) <laughs> but but when I I was thinking about it as I went out and I think a lot of people because we did when we had when Rob and I did the fashion episode yeah they just talk like that do you know what I mean like like it's not even insulting it's like they're just much more matter of fact about stuff like that it actually it's, it's sort of a bit like Asian culture do you know what I mean like Asian people like my mum will go you look really fat on Mock the Week when you're on there do you know what I mean like like really sort of blase about it and then i'll go to yeah but i think that's i think it's a generational thing like yeah you know, maybe maybe like, yeah, oh, you've yeah. definitely put on weight yeah it's a generational thing that yeah so anyway i i i wandered out there reeling a little bit um did you you didn't say anything to them no do you think i should have done well would you would you say would you say i'd have made a joke of it yeah i think i had a, a guy yesterday who i was with some friends and we had a couple of drinks in in soho and it was all mates sort of I've known for years, all just sort of gathering, getting together. And one of my mates is one of those people who will always just fucking like pick up a stray sort of person that mm. sort of you know, which is you know how groups of friends become bigger, right? And you did it anyway. You, and we're all quite sort of you know, these guys you know brings along someone. You're like, oh cool. You for the most part, you sort of get on with people. But this, you brought a guy into the group who was so like misjudged the banter straight away. Right, like he came into the group so hot and so full on it was like he just misjudged it completely do you think that might have been for your benefit but no i i I don't i don't think i don't think so i think it was more he was doing it with everyone he was before i even when i spoke to him he sort of he really went in on me and i was like what the fuck are you who are you like that sort of thing and it you know when you're just sort of a bit on the back foot and then one of my other mates just said look mate you're gonna have to you have to go you can't you know and he sort of tries to buy everyone shots and you're like "We're, we're fine for shots it's just like you You've sort of been rude and offensive oh to everyone he, in that has group. He tried to, has he tried to fun Bob his way into your group? <laughs> it's a big look, though, isn't it, saying something like that? What that guy did in your group, I, I think, first of all, if it's a really close group of friends, you've got to really be careful about bringing in... Because you, you, you've reached... Because I would be like... If that's a group of friends that you've known from, like, back in the day, right, 
I would yeah. I would feel uncomfortable about joining you for that because I sort of think you've got a dynamic there with those people that I'm just not. Do you know what I mean? So that yeah. So if you did, if for some reason I ended up on a night out with the, with the, that group of people, you fucking play it low key, man. Do you know what I mean? Like you got to yeah. go. You've got to be almost. You got to be like a referee, almost unnoticed. Do you know what I mean? Like and just sort yeah. of slip in and well, not and when it, like cause some referees go in big, don't they? Yeah, but yeah, that is. I've got, but we've got. I've actually got a regular friend of mine who constantly misjudges banter. Like, like oh, he really? regularly brings a rolling joke to a fucking standstill. Like, you know, like you, you'll be having a bit of chat. You'll be saying like somebody looks a bit rough, or you know, what are you dressed like, or what's your missus up to, and then just go, "Your mum's a fucking whore and a slut, mate. She's a fucking takes it up the wrong with the bitch." <laughs> and then just everyone goes quiet. It's like, oh, he's done it. Mate, he's done it. It's... He's done it again. He's done it again. Isn't it funny when someone Pete does the tag on the punchline, but sort of repeats what someone else in the conversation had said about five minutes before? <laughs> it happens on some panel shows, <laughs> and then they cut your bit out. Yeah, and they yeah. Keep the... yeah. They keep the they keep the they keep the rip off in. <laughs> no, no, that doesn't happen, guys. We're only joking. Okay, so also the other thing that's happened to me is I went PT the other day. And yeah, I, it, my guy hit a personal best, right? Right. So that was on squats, right? Now, right. bearing in mind my personal best at quite a low level because I'm, I haven't really been hitting it that hard. But still, it was good. I haven't been... Take able, the acclaim where you can, yeah, brother. I couldn't walk yesterday, bro. And I'm still sore now. Yes, yeah, squats are hardcore. Were you doing it in the guy's front garden? No, it was. he's got a gym in his garage, but he has a door oh, open when he's doing it. But, um, yeah, nice. Yeah, I, I, so I was in London yesterday... And every time I saw some steps in a tube station, I had to fucking steal myself, like, to go up. And then I was, like, properly hanging on to the COVID-soaked banisters every time I was going up to up the stairs. Cause... I don't think I'll ever get the tube again. What? What are you talking about? I hate it. I, because you know of your, what? I because it. your level of celebrity? No, because my level of height and... Uh... <laughs> I just... I never... I didn't like it before lockdown. I feel very anxious on it now. Like, because of... You know, COVID, I know, whatever. I know quite a few people like that. And actually, I, I, I love walking. I, I genuinely think London is the best city to be mm. to walk around in. I love it. Yeah. I'd sooner get to London an hour beforehand and have a little bowl about, yeah, than jump on a tube. You know what? And and the thing is, you're you you know you don't want to go on tubes because you're anxious about a little bit anxious about that. And and I've heard that and I've supported it and I've and I've just said to you, you know what, Tom, I hear you. I embrace your yeah, problem yeah. and we move forward, which is a marked difference to the way that you responded to my dentist issue. <laughs> yeah, but... We took a little so... sip of that drink that you'll continue to be sponsored by, I assume, <laughs> uh, to stop yourself giggling at my issues. <laughs> no, it's just the way you said gentle dentist. That's the, that's, that's the name of the dentist, the gentle dentist. So anyway, I'm in a lot of pain at the moment. That's all I'm saying, I can't. I can say, what's, what's going on next to you there? Is that like a little... Yeah. Uh, yeah. So basically, I'm right on the edge of my bed, and this is where Lisa hangs all the coats. She, th- th- these are all Lisa's coats. She's got, I reckon, rough estimate, 20. Really? Yeah. She's got a problem. I've got quite a few. I, I, I like coats. Yeah, I know you do. I know you love a coat. I love a coat. Well, the problem with the coat <laughs> is, you know, do, do you remember the days where, like, you could only afford to get one coat, like, every three years? And you had, yeah, to, and you had yeah. to really fucking choose carefully because that was what you were going to look like. Do you know what I mean? Because you wore that I had coat a shot all jacket that time. for like about a decade. <laughs> One of the old shot jackets yeah. used to pull the. Uh, I wore them for about a decade. Yeah, I mean, you just be constantly going. Maybe people think maybe it's kind of cool that I'm wearing it now that nobody else is wearing it anymore. Mine had about three three cigarette burns in it. Used to do it. when people used to smoke inside. People used to uh, do a thing, didn't they? When they used to sort of like stub a cigarette out on someone's jacket. Mate, it happened to me. Like one of my, it's horrible. I had a Moschino body warmer thing, gilet thing. Like, and uh, nice. I came home. And one of my one of my mates had done it, thinking they were funny. Just the stuff that put a cigarette in the, the back of it, and then I was so upset. I went to like took it to a dry cleaner. They said they did like mending or whatever, and so they they kind of pinched it where the cigarette burn was and like stitched it together. So it just went up at the back like a fucking, like a bow tail to it. It looks absolutely horrendous, but I still wore it because I spent so much fucking money on it. Anyway. You know, um, the worst thing someone did to me like that was I I had a like um, 
sort of puffer jacket with a hood on it, yeah. and someone poured an ashtray into the hood. Oh my! God. Uh, <laughs> and as I sort of left the pub, I was like, "See you later." And this guy went, "Oh mate, it's raining. I'll get your hood up." And I went like that and put my hair. <laughs> I had hair at the time, so I put my hood up. The whole ashtray just was in my hair, and like the whole pub laughed, like everyone was in on it. The whole pub the real... <laughs> Yeah, quite. Yeah. I think that might. I think that might. That might be. That might be how you remember it, bro. I don't think what the <laughs> word had got round. No, I, I remember it being the whole right. pub. It might have been like sort of seventy percent of the pub. Okay, like there was probably a couple of tables or like, what's everyone else laughing yeah. at? And then they looked up and saw. How did you react to that? I laughed. I, I you laughed. laughed it off. And I laughed it off because the guy was like quite a sort of nasty piece right. of work. So you laughed it off and then um, left feeling angry about it. No, I just felt terribly upset. I felt really like ridiculed. Ridicule. Yeah. I had like cigarette ash in my hair. No, I get, I get how <laughs> the, I get what would have happened. You don't, you don't need was, a forensic expert to. I think the only, the time I showed it, I got home and my parents were like, "Good time in pub." And I was like, "Why well, have had a good time?" And I just ran upstairs and just sort of like went to bed. I remember, I remember, I, I remember buying a, a French Connection puffer jacket once, and right. feeling like you know, it, it was like the most expensive garment I'd bought at that time. Do you remember when French Connection was the absolute shit? Oh, mate. Oh, it's massive. Um, and I was going out with a girl, and she picked me up, because I didn't have a driving license yet. And um, I said, I've got, a, I've forgotten something. I can't remember what it was. And I ran, and I knocked on the door to let me in. Mum let me in. And as I ran past the door in a rush to grab this thing, my sleeve sliced on the, the lock, Oof. and just feathers fucking shot out everywhere. I remember sort of, Really wanting to impress that girl, wearing this jacket. I've just destroyed it running into the house. She's, I've already fucked up by asking her to wait outside because I've forgotten something, probably my wallet, right? And then I've run inside, pissed feathers everywhere. I've got to deal with the emotional impact of that. Um, I remember sort of snapping at my mum. I, I, I think I blamed my mum. This typical fucking teenage male thing to do. I just went, yeah, yeah, yeah. what'd you do that for? She goes, what do you mean? Like, open the door. Anyway, it didn't work out with that girl. Sounds like you might have forgot your keys. Do you know what I think? I think that might have been what it was, Poirot. <laughs> uh, anyway, God, we're very laid back today, aren't we? Do you think we're too? Do you think we're too laid back to do a podcast? I think this is, and I think this is a very bonus episode, right? Yeah, this is a very bonus. Episode. This is my first. This is my second hangover in a week, mm. and yeah, you're listening to the sultry sounds of the of Wolf the and Al, brothers. The Wolf and Al bonus <laughs> episode. Have you got shoes and socks on? I've not got shoes on. No, I've got socks on. Oh. Why are you asking? What a weird question to ask. <laughs> Why'd you ask that? <laughs> I was just wondering whether you put on shoes and socks when you walk around that. So you think I'm lying on my bed with my <laughs> shoes on? <laughs> I just, I don't know. Just like, I don't wear shoes or socks in my house. I've got bare feet on. you got bare feet? you got wooden floors? <laughs> Uh, carpet and wooden floors. Okay, the wooden floors. I mean, that's disgusting. Well, I could just imagine just poor Catherine. No, having, we haven't got wooden having to that. listen to the sound of your sort of pad, <laughs> no, your pads, your pads hitting the fucking hard surface. We've got marble floors downstairs. We've got marble downstairs and carpet upstairs. Okay, email time. Yes, let's do it. Uh, this is from Philip. Phil. Yo, Phil. Uh, yo, Rom and Tom. I need some of your sweet, sweet advice regarding my housemate best friend who constantly showers with his girlfriend, no matter if I'm home or not. This has been going on for two years now. Whenever she is visiting, quite a lot, they don't seem to be able to shower separately. I confronted him once, so I initially found it strange, and other people I've mentioned do think it's peculiar and disrespectful. Fair enough, I'm out of the house, but while I'm home, he responded, mate, if my hot girlfriend wants to wash me, I'm going to let her. Also, we're saving water. And if we both have a happy ending, we can't help that. I had no comeback. Neither do they. What's he living with? I don't know. There's some, he's living with Stifler. There's some valid points there, apart from the latter. It wasn't a heated debate. We've never fallen out in our 18-year friendship. We're always up front with each other. I also know for a fact, if it's the other way around, he'd be totally cool with it. What are your thoughts? Do you shower with other people every day to save the planet? Am I right in thinking it's weird, especially if I'm in the house? Or am I just being envious because I don't have a hot girlfriend who wants to scrub my hairy back and save the planet with me? Much love. And stay clean, you beautiful souls. Well, you know, it's difficult with these kind of emails because the swan's choosing these, and I can't help thinking maybe <laughs> she fancies a little shower up with the owl. Um, but, Tom, what, what, why don't you try and surprise her and get in the shower with her? So, 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 so the swan and the owl have had a shower together. Yeah. 
And uh, I've got to be honest with you, the idea of sharing together, I think, is a lot better than the actual reality. I mean, it, it yeah, is. Right. Yeah. It, I actually think it's quite horrible. It, it's sort of. If you're having a proper shower, it is. What do you mean? Well, if it's an actual shower, shower. If it's like other you know stuff, and there's a sort of like if air essentiality. Isn't the air essentiality? Just be open. I don't, you suddenly think we're on a PG podcast. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand what's wrong with you. You suddenly got all coy. <laughs> If you're having a sensual sort of, uh, you know, uh, uh, intimate uh, experience, if you're fucking in the shower, is that what you're talking about? Yeah, right. That that's a sweet, sweet way of doing it. You know, you, you've you've said it. I was trying to be a little bit more romanticising the situation for young. I, Philip, I think but, um, I think that's overrated as well. If I'm being honest with you. Yeah, I do. Uh, but uh, you know, so I think if you, it is just showering, doing that every time you shower, is insane. It, 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 I do think it's insane. Is it a problem? I mean, these are two different things, aren't they? It, insane is one thing. Is it something that Phil should be annoyed about is another, isn't it? No, what, I don't think Philip's got any right to be annoyed. I think Phil's probably a bit jealous. You know, I think it would be fair to say. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I think his friend's not being very uh, sort of respectful of poor Phil and sweet Phil, because I think sweet Phil's, you know, he, he, you know, I think you, he needs to be a little bit more like put an arm around him and say, look, maybe I'll stop showering. Or, you know, or maybe let Phil watch. Yeah, that'd be a great solution. It's a lovely solution. Just sort of, uh, Just... I don't know, you, Phil, you sit yourself on the toilet there. Uh, and tuck in, I guess. I mean, I, I suppose it's, it, you know, if he if, if he's brought it up already, already to the guy, his, his flat, let's call his flatmate Bernie. Okay. He's already brought it up to Bernie. Yeah. And Bernie sort of said, look, I'm not, you know, I'm not going to change my ways. I suppose for Phil now, he's kind of, he's got to get out. At some point, it will get boring. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So he's just got to wait until it gets boring. Is that what you're suggesting? Yeah, I'd say, I think he's got to wait out or ask if he can watch. Because then he can't lose if he goes in and watches, can he? Well, I'll tell you what, Phil, if you ask if you can watch, I imagine they'll definitely stop. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because what will happen is you'll say, can I watch? He'll say, no, that's weird. And then they'll assume that you're watching somehow anyway. So, <laughs> so I think that's probably really that, good advice. I think that's the best bit of advice yeah. we've ever given. I think that's really good advice. So, Phil, let us know how that goes, mate. Good luck. Definitely. But, but in, 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 in seriousness, although I, I do think they would stop if you said that, uh, in all seriousness, he, if he would be cool with it if you were doing it and they're not doing it in front of you, I sort of think you maybe have to live with it. Do you know what I mean? I, I, don't, I don't really think it's a massive deal, personally. Um, but good luck. Um, okay. Good luck, Philip. This is from Hannah Still. Hi, Lisa. Wow. Oh no, this is I'm like a little. This is a little separate bit for her. Thanks for looking through the masses of emails for Wolf and Owl this week. Each week, I imagine that's no mean feat. And then she goes on to say, "Hi, Ramesh and Tom. You're both the best. I'm genuinely so happy you both started this podcast. I hope you know that so many people enjoy and appreciate it. Oh, okay, it's very nice. Uh, I wanted to ask your opinion on pub quiz names." I'm properly on the fence about them. Now that restrictions are lifting, my boyfriend Sam and I are looking forward to going to our local and joining in their pub quiz. I feel like there's a type of people who love a witty team name and derive great joy from having what they think is the funniest name in the pub. I can't help thinking that 99% of them are pretty hacky, but then I'd feel slightly dull and embarrassed with just Hannah and Sam. I'd be really interested to hear your opinions. What do you think of pub quiz team names? Do you have any good ideas that aren't too try hard, but also not properly boring? Hannah Still. Now... Well, Hannah Steele, let me just say, yeah, go on. I think you're amazing. Why? That's a great question. Why? It's outside the box. If there's a box, Hannah Steele sits outside it. It's a really good question. Why have you, but just so you know, guys, Thomas, <laughs> Thomas, so, I don't know why you've done this. He sort of sat back. He sat back so much that I can tell that his legs are bare. He's got the, he's got, he's got the mic in his lap. I don't know what the fuck has happened. What's going it's a on? More chill. No, I, sometimes when you get a nice chilled, like sort of like something I can mull over a little yeah. bit, I like to just kick back. This is a, this is a much more. You know, some of the some of the episodes of this we do, we're sort of like on it and like firing. This feels like a more of a kind of. It's not worse. It's not better. I'll just say it's a very different. It's a very different vibe. I think because I'm I'm genuinely the most hungover I think I've been yeah. in the last twenty five years, and I feel sort of exhausted from not sleeping because. With your toothache and your legs hurt. Yeah, basically. So, it's, uh, so 
it's I think this is the one where we just go, look, this is a very chilled vibe. Can I just say also say, I, I feel like you're kind of feeling yourself a bit today. Did you did you have did you have a good evening last night where the anecdotes were flying and you were sort of hitting home runs or something? No, 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 no. More than anything, when I'm hungover, I just feel really so. You just look very you look very bit. pleased with yourself. Because <laughs> I'm chatting to you, I'm always very happy. If I'm honest with you, I'm not pleased with myself. I I bathed pretty seriously when I got home, which is embarrassing. How, how much did you drink? How much did you drink? Quite a lot, but uh, even now, I sort of talking about I feel sick even talking about it. You know, when you drink that much, mm, it's mm, yeah. Mm. I always get really sick when the weather change, uh, weather changes as well, when the climate changes. Sure. Um, are you are you are you drinking again this week? No, no, that'll be it. No, I'll, I'll just... I'm going out on Saturday. And, uh, well, I've got a bit of a situation, actually. I'm going out on Saturday for with with a load of mates, my mates that I grew up with. And then on Sunday, I've got an early start because we're going to a farm park with the kids. Oof. Not a great, nah. it's not a great Manure is the worst. I've got that thing at the moment where I'm just, at the moment, I'm thinking, I'm, I think there's a good chance I'll throw up as soon as I finish this podcast. Anyway, back to sweet Hannah. Um, listen, Hannah, um, I... I'm with you, Hannah. I think I'm not into the hacky team name things. It's like when you play fantasy football and people come up with, um, you know, wacky names. Uh, I won't name any of the people. I play in two or three fantasy leagues and my team is just always called like, you know, uh, I can't even remember what my team's called. I, I literally don't do much thinking about it. It's the big dogs. That's what I'm called. Okay. Right. So I don't, um, I don't really think too much about that. Whereas some no. people have gone to a lot of thought. And to, I think quiz names, you've got to be amazing at quizzes if, you, if, if you're if you going to give a massive big name, you know? Yeah. It's like wearing coloured boots to football, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's a good, that's a very good analogy, actually. Thank you. Yeah. Very good what? Analogy. Analogy? <laughs> analogy is what Maury Lippman said in that BT ad. Do you mean analogy? <laughs> yes. Analogy? You got analogy? Um, well, I, I, I would say, off the, Tom is absolutely right. And I would actually say Hannah and Sam will probably be the best pub quiz now. Yeah. To be honest with you. I don't, do you know what, as well? I, I haven't been a pub quiz for so long. Not just because of the pandemic. I used to love a pub quiz. Did you? Oh, mate, I'm insane at pub quizzes. I, 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 I had a, a horrible um, experience at a pub quiz once where I, I was, I'd started, it was like my first job out of uni. And I was working with these three other guys, and they're like, I'm still in touch with them. They're like great guys, but we they put us in an office in like a separate room because we were the newest to work on this specific team, and it was just us three. And in that room, we cultivated. This sounds really bad. This makes us sound really bad, actually. But but this is what happened: cultivated quite an an unoffendable sense of humor in there. Right. So like we were we were saying some pretty horrific things yeah. and we got to a point where nobody was ever going to get upset by it because that was just how you rolled. It was yeah, we just got an anything goes kind of vibe in there. And then we became we decided to do the pub quiz and we went in as a team and then we just started talking how we did in that like little Oof. bubble in the pub quiz thing without realizing. And actually I think we ended quite a few... Like, we, we actually did a lot of damage to our working relationships that night. Well, with other people or really, each other? Yeah, because like, people didn't really know us that well because we were in that separate area. And then they suddenly see us out for that night and we're saying the most savage, horrendous jokes you can fucking... Like, we must have just looked absolutely awful. Do you know what I mean? And I remember, like, midway through the night, even despite being drunk and having no self-awareness, actually having a little molecule of that to just go... This is actually bad how we're behaving tonight. You thought that? I thought that, yeah. I did think that. And, you know, it was to, it was to be borne out. We were the least popular group in the whole office. But What um, was your team called? Like the Savage Guys or something like that? Or, the, yeah, the Nutters or something like that? No, it was... A, I, I named it after this five-a-side football team that some mates said, Real Madras. Really? Yeah. So Pathetic, you... isn't it? <laughs> I can imagine you'd be amazing at pub quizzes, yeah? Like, you, 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 you'd be set up to... You'd be a big money signing in a pub in a pub quiz team. Do you know what I love about you what? is you managed to deliver what is quite a big insult <laughs> in the form of a compliment. <laughs> That's an impressive compliment. No, because because I, I'm not going to fall for it this time because you do you do this a lot. 
where you, you sort of you sort of say something complimentary, and then I'll say something like, "What makes you say that?" And you go, "Yeah, because you know you're the sort of bookish nerd that <laughs> didn't have like didn't have didn't have friends or whatever, so I had a lot of time to read books and encyclopedias and stuff and amass knowledge because you didn't have any social things going on." No, I, I didn't something mean like it. that. I mean, look, that's a really horrible. I mean, you've sort of got. Look, what I'm saying is, if I would be proud to take, if I was, if I had a pub quiz team, yeah, it's one social situation where I know I could take you to, and I'd feel very proud of you. Do you know what? Actually, actually, just off the back of what you just said there, Hannah and Sam, we would love you. We're giving you permission to do this. We would love your pub quiz team name to be the Wolf and Owl. Oof, How about that? That's a good call. That's a yeah. very good call. Go for it. We Hannah. are w- go for it. Speaking of Wolf and Owl, do you know that Tony Hawk has got a podcast now? Have you have you had messages about this? No. He's doing a podcast with some other guy. Do you know what it's called? What? The Hawk and Wolf. What? Mate. And it's just them chatting shit, taking messages and emails from Is it really? No, it's not. I don't I, no, I don't know. I don't know what it is. But it, it's the Hawk Haw- no, it's called Hawk versus Wolf. I mean, yeah, it's a bit different. But we could have called this Al versus the, the Wolf. Well, we might as well have done the amount of fucking digs you have, mate. I'm not having any digs. Uh, Look, I've said literally one of the sweetest things about you. Because your nickname One of the could sweetest be- things about me is that I'd be... So, so, sorry, one of the sweetest things about me would be that I'd be good in a pub quiz team. That's one of the sweetest things about me. <laughs> no, but your nickname could be like Quizzy. <laughs> you have a football shirt with Quizzy on the back. He's such a dick. Uh, right, okay. Good luck with that, Hannah. Good luck, Hannah. The Wolf and Owl, too. <laughs> Next email. This is from Liam. Uh... Liam. Can, oh, this is oh Tom. I forgot to say this, man. So I went to cinema last night. Oh yeah, boy. Two separate people came up to me to talk, to mention the the podcast, and I'm not saying that in a drunk the Kool Aid way. The reason I mention it is they specifically mention your uh, your toilet story, your papery oh, story. Wow, really? Yeah. And this email opens with that. Oh wow! I sort of had to stand there and listen. These people are going, you know what the fucking funniest thing ever on that podcast? Oh, what? The, the Tom's potpourri story. Just incredible storytelling. Just great. And I go, is there anything? I didn't say that. In my head, I'm thinking, I wonder if they're going to sort of at least throw me a fucking bone and mention something on the podcast that I do that they found amusing, but they don't bother. Um, anyway. Yeah, but you'd be the guy... Uh, if you know that they, if out of the tournament, I'm sure if they're having a pub quiz team, they'd invite you. Very well played. I can't, I can't even get angry at that because you, you put such a beautiful little ribbon on that. You deserve that. Enjoy it. I want you to, uh, I, I want you to use that little thing that you just did there that you're so proud of, and try and use that for a bit of solace when you're throwing up after the podcast. Um. So, hi, Wolf, Allen Swan. Can I start by saying your pod has me cracking up for hours in my van driving from job to job? My personal favourite story being Tom and, his, and the potpourri. Don't worry, Rom, love your stuff too. Oh, there we go. Yeah, that was actually, you know what, I was, I was sort of being, you know, it was very nice. Since you've both been giving such great advice on a wide range of topics, I was hoping you could help with my predicament. I, I live in a small close with my girlfriend and two kids, aged six and three, and our golden retriever, Henry. Um... It's an interesting decision to not name the kids, but name the dog, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Um, I work maybe quite the long dog's cool the, with it. I like the fact that... Or, he, his, or his girlfriend. Yeah. But, 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 well, yeah, maybe the dog's the most open. Maybe the dog also listens to the podcast. Nothing makes me happier than seeing a workman in a van with a dog on the front seat. Nothing makes you happier? Well, other, yeah, but I mean, it's yeah, it's something that always brings me a smile to my face. Yeah, I don't think I've ever seen it. Oh. I'll tell you what I did see the other day, though. When we're on our, uh, where was it? I was at the services and a guy pulled up in a van asking if I wanted to buy a TV. Oh, yeah, that happens now quite that, No, but that, I thought that was Not like a services. 90s thing. No, 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 no. I think people are still doing it. I think oh, services are a big call, isn't it? But Who the got... fuck is still falling for that? <laughs> is that when they give you a box it's just got bricks yeah. in it? Yeah. One of them. I mean, mate, to be things. fair, like, he must have, did he know who you were? 
Um, I don't think so, no. Um, I'll tell you what, though. I'm not getting fucking mugged off like that, mate. Four, I, listen, I've bought four boxes of bricks. You ain't going to get me again, all right? <laughs> I don't operate like that. Um, what services were you at? Uh, Cobham. Oh, nice ones. Okay, that's quite I close like to your that. house, though. What are you getting at? Wait, that's a really weird place to stop. I've got children, Tom, all right? I, I'd understand if it was Peas Pottage, you can have a go at me. Cobham is a good, like, 35, 40 minutes from my house. Oh, I guess. I mean, don't get me wrong. I do get annoyed when the kids demand a stop at Cobham. You what? Um, well, did you get food there or just a wee stop? Yeah. What did you get? So, Because um, there's not much choice for vegans there. There is, mate. They've got a Leon there, bro. Oh, nice, really. And, and I'm going to tell you something. If there's any vegans listening, the Carolina barbecue vegan burger at Leon is sublime. Before lockdown, I was getting quite a serious running battle with Leon. Okay, why? I had an awful experience there. That just, and then I uh, tweeted, DM'd them on Twitter complaining. What did you say? So first of all, what was the experience you had? And what did you send them? What message did you uh, send them? I got one of their breakfast baps. It was freezing cold. It was like right. it had been out for like four days. It was so cold. Okay. Right. right. Uh, it was scandalous. But then I'd walked to the office and they hadn't put in um, the potato things that go with it. Mm. So I walked to my office, which is like 15 minutes, 20 minutes away of walking. And I'm, so and I have a... You've walked you walk, you walk for 20 minutes yeah. with it in a bag and then complain, <laughs> complain about the temperature once you've got to your office. It's not... You know where... You, yeah, that makes sense. You know where Leon so, so, is at Shepherd's Bush yeah. and you know where my office yeah. is, right? Yeah, that, sure. that's not twenty minutes, is it? It's what ten minutes? I, I don't know what, you, what are you're disputing this to me. You're the one that came up with the initial figure, <laughs> right? So that's not fucking. You, fuck, you currently have a fucking <laughs> argument with yourself, right? Well, maybe it was ten minutes. Okay, I then sat down and, and I was and then I was like, "This is inedible." I was so, but then I also had a meeting, so I couldn't walk back and exchange it. Right. Um. So I sent a DM saying, "Look, you know, look, it's scandalous that you're just handing out cold food." And you're did you use Did you use the word scandalous? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So first of all, I'm going to tell you now. If I was if I was working at Leon, and I saw somebody open the message with "This is scandalous," first thing I think is this guy's a fucking lunatic, <laughs> right? Okay. Let me see if I can find the messages because okay, God, I was genuinely really upset. I can imagine you were. You're not good with it, you know. Like you, you do need feeding, as we all do. I mean, what an insane thing to say. But what I mean is, oh, you 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 do get. I realise now it, that it's gone. What? Fucking hell, this is so pathetic. Go on. Go on. I'm so embarrassed. Yeah, I think it is scandalous. Uh, I eat at your Shepherd's Bush store all the time. Um, the standard of your uh, breakfast. You know what? Do you know what? Okay, first of all, first, hold, on, hold, on, hold on, let's break this down. I use your I use your shepherd's bush still all the time. So first of all, what that is, you're you're trying to suggest that you have a, a use you're you're a level of customer where if you move somewhere else, it's going to have a serious damage, yeah, serious right. impact on their business. Right, so the quality of your breakfast has massively nosedived, right? <laughs> and then I've and then I've signed off with two kisses. <laughs> what? The, uh, what the fuck are you talking about? Why? I don't know why I've like, done two kisses at the end of it, and it's and they say so they say that's not good. We're so sorry, Tom. Can you let us know what you normally order so we can pass on a message to the team? We'd love to let you know that we could do better. Um, what's your breast address? The next couple of break breakfasts are on us. Kiss. Okay, so yeah, so they've done a kiss to make you feel like less of a fucking loser. The genuine. They've offered it. You've known me a long time. This I feel. So embarrassed even reading these now. Thank you. Thank you so much. I I always order a porridge. (laughs) Thank you you so much. I always order a porridge with blueberries and a full breakfast pot with an extra egg. (laughs) My address is bleep, 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 bleep. Again, thank you. Extra kiss. Oh, oh my god and then what happens then I complain about <laughs> massively let down by your customer service you asked me, you asked my details for my dress and you sent me nothing <laughs> I've been regularly eating at your restaurant for two to three times a day 
I should be contacting Kirk Trading Standards with photographs of my breakfast. No, you did not say yes. that. You did not say that. Sad that just this disregard for customers mean you couldn't be remotely bothered to get back to me and discuss this. No kisses. <laughs> fucking hell, Tom. You're a fucking public figure, bro. <laughs> I sent a picture of my public <laughs> Oh, my God. Oh, my God. What did they reply? I said, look at this. It's uncooked and watery. It's another level of gross. And they said, we agree, Tom. It looks horrible. Um, could you not? Could you let us know where we get it from? Also, let's post you some more vouchers. Oh, my God. The next God. few breakfasts are on us. Double kiss. And then what did you reply to that? Nothing. Have you had the vouchers? No, I think they were sent during uh, lockdown. So... What to the office? Yeah, so they'll be there now. So when you say running, running battle, what you mean is you fucking whinged, and they've sent you vouchers. Does it feel like a running battle? Well, yeah. I mean, actually, to be fair, when I went, I remembered it differently. I've gone back through those email, uh, those texts, and actually, yeah. big chat. Just because the sto- the story you told was sad, but then when you actually read the messages. <laughs> <laughs> It's so pathetic. <laughs> you know, like Jim. I'm gonna contact. I'm gonna contact trading. About some porridge and a fucking cold bun. That shows how fucking angry you get when you're hungry. Oh mate, I'm the worst. That, 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 that you would that you would think that is a reasonable thing to message, and not only that, it's like they like you're you're fucking Tom Davis off the telly, you mad prick. What must they think of you? I don't think of myself as that guy. I just think about myself no. as a normal person who's just ordered sure. a nice breakfast. Yeah, sure, not, sure, it's... sure. But that's fine. But even if you did that as a normal person, I tell you, it's fucking stupid. What I'm saying to you now is now that you're a, you're a story. That that do you know what? Do you know where else those messages have been seen at Leon Head Office by a bunch of people having a right fucking laugh? Have you watched King Gary? Right. So you know the guy. You know Gary. Have a look at this. Oh God! And then he sent us a picture of the porridge. <laughs> Are we going to send him any vouchers? Now, nah, wait till he gets back in touch. Uh, Leon, if you're listening to this, we would love some vouchers. Yeah, shout out Leon, actually. And do you know the only reason I I got so upset is because you guys there are some stuff that uh, you know, your your vegan chicken wings things that you do. Oh, I just unreal. And they. Leon, I love Leon. Though. Well, oh, yeah, so God. shout out. It was just a real disappointment, it, you know, when... You know. This is this is how much of a testament to Leon, right? Beckett, who does not hesitate in telling me when a vegan option is dreadful. Yeah. Right? I absolutely love saying that. Right? Yeah. But it's fair. I've given him vegan stuff from Leon, and he's eating it going, this is like, you know... I'm not even making a concession for the fact this is vegan. It's just delicious. Yeah, you know I mean, I was, that's mate. That's that's what no. that's what is so heartbreaking about when we're not being sponsored by Leon, by the way, before anybody asks us. Okay, um, back to the dog. Holy shit! Who would have known that would have digressed in such a hilarious way? Um, I work quite long hours, and my missus works part time running her own business. Um, she's been working more and more, and recently, and we were worrying that the dog might be on his own too much. So we decided to reach out to our neighbour next door who's recently lost his job and slot with his partner and now lives alone. We knew the guy liked to drink because we would often see him coming back from the shops with carrier bags of booze on a regular basis. However, we either, went, uh, we, we either weren't aware how dependent he was on the drink or his drinking recently has got heavier. The dog has been growing... The dog has been going around tears a couple of times a week. So the reason I laughed is it made it sound like he was going around there for a pint when my missus would be working the odd longer day. All seemed fine until the other day when my missus and I came back from work and at the same time picked up the dog and thanked our neighbour for having him. Half an hour later, it was a knock on the door. I opened it to see our neighbour standing in the porch looking confused and a bit worse for wear. He had no recollection of us picking up the dog. Oh, wow. God, this is quite dark. He had no recollection of us picking up the dog and was concerned the dog had got lost until the dog came bounding up to him when he saw who was at the door. We're a bit concerned as to how safe the dog is with him and as he has also taken him for a walk on the odd occasion. While we appreciate his help and the fact he enjoys Henry's company, we're obviously concerned for both of their well-being. Should we continue to send the dog around there or look for an alternative option? In which case, how do we break this to our neighbour? I'm amazed that this email is finished like this because I thought you were going to ask, 
how to support this bloke. Yeah. He's clearly got some sort of issue. Uh, but this actually, what you're asking guy's for is... For a lot of stuff, right? Yeah, a lot of stuff. I yeah. mean, this actually uh, happened to a friend of mine. Um, this exact situation where he was well, having well, a no, 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 and somebody he, asked him to look after their dog. Yeah, well, no. So basically, we had a friend of ours um, who we don't really talk to anymore, Jonesy. And uh, he's sort of... Um, why do you, you have to name him? <laughs> no, because I'm just... just so people know. No, but, but what, what? So people know what? So, so people get. No, all, all it, all it, all it does is it achieves. If that per somebody, if that he won't listen back to this. To he won't listen to this. He doesn't like my, my stuff. He, he's quite a big fan of yours, but he doesn't. He, yeah. Well, okay. So there is a chance to listen to this. Well, yeah. I mean, look. Anyway, so tell me about Jonesy. So what did Jonesy do? He was going through a similar sort of thing. He, he was having a bit of a tough old time um, of things, uh, and uh, he, my other friend, said to him. Um, you know, he had a dog and he was like, maybe, you know, you could like, have the dog to keep you company a bit and sort of take it for walks and stuff. Uh, he worked at Travis Perkins at the time, Jonesy. Um, so he's had the dog in the evening. Well, I, I, it's, it's mental. It's <laughs> mental. The level of detail you're putting into it. No, but then he used to take the dog out and stuff. Um, and he right. built a very close um, relationship with this dog to the point where he's like uh, basically packed up all this stuff into his car and tried to run down to like Chelsea to go and live with the dog. Um, what the fuck are you talking? Seriously, about? he he tried, tried, to, tried to do like a runner with this dog, like because he had so Tom, much. Sympathy. I Tom. swear, it's Tom. true. Like we didn't realize he was in the position he was, but he owed quite a few people money as well. Um, yeah, he tried. He tried to run away with the dog. Okay, so so yeah, but you've totally misrepresented that story. <laughs> You made it out like you fucking like eloped with the dog. That's how you. That's how you made that sound. No. But you had a load of debt and ran away and happened to also take the dog with him. That's what the story is. Yeah, basically. Yeah. 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 No, but you, the way you started that story is he's run away to go and have a fucking life with the dog. Yeah, no, he, yeah, he ran away to escape debts, but took the dog with him. Right. Okay. So that's how you. That's how you tell that story. Yeah. Fucking hell! What are you, the son? <laughs> Um, my point is, when people dogs are an incredible companion when you're when you're feeling pretty low and when you're feeling pretty mm. sorry for yourself, and then you go through it. You know, dogs are amazing people. Yeah, that's what they almost dogs just come into their own at that time, better than humans. So I think it would be pretty hard for the guy if uh, if you took the dog away from him. Uh, you know, because you know he, he clearly has a very sort of a kinship with this dog. But on the flip side of that, as a dog owner myself, I'd be absolutely terrified of. Yeah, you know, the situation that you know he's found himself in. I guess he's probably just having quite an earnest and sort of honest conversation with this gentleman, and just saying that we're a bit worried about you know the fact that um uh, you know you sort of you forgot about the fact that you take you know whether you know you're drinking too much. We're just worried about Henry and uh, whether Henry's sort of you know well being. With, with you know, Henry loves spending time with you. You know, you he thinks a lot of you. He cares about you. But we have to. We're going to have to look at you know alter, like an alternative. Yeah, I, I I do think that's uh, that is really good advice. I mean, look, the truth is, this guy's obviously got some issues potentially, uh, potentially got some issues with his drinking, or he might just be. Look, the, 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 look, the truth is, I drank a lot during the first lockdown, and there is an argument that if somebody had come to visit me four consecutive days in a week on some weeks, I would have been hammered, and it would have looked like I had a problem. Is a, is a genuine? Yeah, truth. I mean, this week so, I've had two big sessions. There you go. So, you know, there you go. Tom's managed to bring it back to him. So, 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 well, I'm only joking, I'm only joking. I've just been deliberately been a prick there. Um, so what I'm saying is, it's possible that this is just the guy's just drinking, do you know what I mean? Just having a bit of a, and you know, that there is a bleakness to that, but it's not, it's not as big a problem as it could be. Or he's having genuine issues. In which case, there is an argument that you could use, Henry, to kind of help the situation, which is, like Tom said, have an earnest and honest conversation about the fact that you don't really want to leave your dog with somebody who's been drinking. The first thing that'll do is highlight to the bloke that you've noticed it, right? Which which could be the wake-up call that he's after. And then, you know, if you follow that up with, we wouldn't really feel safe with leaving the dog with somebody that's been drinking, he's got a choice to make there. And that choice is either he doesn't drink while he's looking after your dog, or he says, I don't want to look after the dog anymore and he continues drinking. And then you've got to make a choice on how to support him. If he decides that he's not going to drink while he's looking after the dog, you're actually doing him a favour. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It, it sort of helps. It'll help regulate his behaviour. But 
all of that is circumstantial. It all depends on you having that chat with him. So it, it's um, one of those moments in life where you just wish that the dog could talk, isn't it? <laughs> yes, I suppose so. And, and let, what would you, what would you, what would you try and glean from the dog? No, I'd, I'd just say, Henry, mate, can you come in here, please? Like, um, me and your mum are a little bit worried about you know the guy next door that we. Is his name Andrew, the guy next door? Or have I just made that up? He's not named. The oh. only person that's been named in this is... Henry the dog. Uh, is Henry the dog, yeah. yeah. Like Henry, like, you know, obviously going around to you know, the neighbour's house. Um, you know, is his house clean inside? Is it nice? You know, uh, does he feed you at lunchtime? Um, how do you think he's drinking too much? Um, you know, do you feel safe with him? Do you feel safe with... You go for what? And then the dog would be like... Yeah. I mean, I mean, what I would say there is not only do you want the dog to be able to talk, you also want the dog to have quite a nuanced and in-depth understanding of what a safe level of alcohol drink it is. How the guy's running his life. Because <laughs> as far as I can tell, if a, do- if a dog, most dogs that I've come across, if they were to speak, they would say things like, I am hungry, I need a piss now, can we go for a walk? I don't think they'd say things like, are you getting enough protein? Or do you... No, what I'm saying, Chuck. Do you, do you think your your diet's balanced? No, I'm just saying that he'd have, he's got insight into this neighbour's house that none of us have got. So he might just sure. say, oh, you know what, actually? Yeah, he does. Like, you know, at 12 o'clock, he'll have a can of cut of cans of beer. You know. So the dog can tell the time. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, and then he'll sort of like have a couple of glasses of whiskey and sometimes he drinks some white wine. And actually, to be fair, sometimes he completely forgets to take me out at all. So I'm quite worried about him. But I do enjoy being at his house because he tickles my tummy and like we'll sit on the sofa together and watch films. I, 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 I would say you're asking quite a lot of even a talking dog there, <laughs> expecting that level of insight. No, but it's the only way that we're going to get to the bottom of this. Sure. So, so Liam, my <laughs> advice is to have a conversation with your neighbour... Tom's advice is to find a way to somehow have a conversation with your dog. Good luck. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Tom, that's all we've got time for, my G. My guy. Mate, I'm going to go and just lie next to the toilet for about an hour. Okay. Um, Uh, Well, you're going into London now. No, no, I'm at home all day today. Hey, what are you going to oh, do? Oh, no, fucking hell, I've got a gig tonight. Oh, shit, whereabouts? Shit, Gravesend. Oof, my guy. Oh, mate, um, enjoy, my brother. Thank you. Uh, I'll speak to you soon. Thank you so I much for you, joining us thank you for on listening. The Wolf for Now. And remember... Yeah, thank you so much. Yeah, a dog is just a friend who has a story of their own, and one day you shall hear that story. Yeah. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye-bye. If you have a problem, opinion, feedback, or anything at all, please email us at wolfalpod at gmail.com. That's wolfalpod at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you, mainly because we don't have any content ideas. Thank you.